What is going on, my today people? I really appreciate you all joining me again for yet a level. Now, on today's entry into the time capsule, we're going to be talking about the Writers Guild strike a little bit. We're also going to just slightly touch on Disney and the Santa situation. I told y'all I was going to be keeping up with that whole thing. Uh, Adidas right now is being sued by their shareholders. I'll give y'all my opinion on that. Uh, 1MDB, they're calling that right now the biggest financial scandal that we've ever seen. I'll let you guys know. You guys have probably already heard about it and just didn't know you did. But uh, we'll talk about that. Also, Elon Musk was on the Bill Maher show. <sighs> Man, that's the guy y'all say is the smartest on the, uh, on the planet. So <laughs> I'll give you my opinions on that whole interview. I watched the whole thing, y'all, <laughs> just for this. Um, what else? What else? What else? Black people owning slaves. Hmm. We'll talk about that a little bit. But before we get into the main portion of the show, uh, those that have been listening, y'all already know what's next. Dear Future Robots, will the evolution of inorganic sentience require algorithmic code? Now, for my today people out there, algorithmic code is essentially a set of instructions that are written in programming language to perform specific tasks and solve particular problems. It's pretty much a way for humans to communicate with computers, giving them a step-by-step instruction, so to speak. Now, in order to create these algorithmic codes, the programmers must use programming language such as Python, java and c i know a lot of y'all have heard that already or these these languages from your engineering friends if you went to college or, or whatever the case is uh, if you even built a rudimentary website you you've had to have heard of one of these uh now these programming languages have their own syntax and rules uh, which programmer has to follow in order to create code that the computer can actually understand and execute now the beauty of this just like learning any other language is that it can be used in a wide range of applications from simple calculations to complex machine learning algorithms. For example, uh, algorithms are used uh, in search engines to rank web pages, uh, social media platforms like Instagram to suggest content for you. Uh, We've all experienced that. And also financial institutions to detect fraudulent transactions. And here goes the story of Eddie Tipton. Now, for those that don't know, Eddie Tipton was the security director for the Iowa Lottery. All right. Now, for all intents and purposes, Eddie Tipton seemed like the normal guy, you know, nine to five, go to work and uh, go home to enjoy his nice mansion. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Uh, Yes, this normal nine to five guy had a nice mansion. No family, but a nice mansion. Uh, Eddie Tipton is uh, notable actually because he actually got caught for scamming the Iowa lottery amongst other uh, states. So what Eddie did was actually create an algorithm or a program that was gonna pretty much give him the numbers that were gonna be drawn in this lottery every time or every time he wanted it to be. Uh, He got over $24 million in 10 years and probably more. He was giving money to his friends, friends of friends, ex-girlfriends. He was living it up for the longest. Now, ironically, uh, (laughs) Eddie Tipton was tripped up and caught because he bought a hot dog and he wore a hoodie and didn't tell his cohorts (laughs) that he had that hoodie on. You guys can look up the story. It's very interesting. Uh, he was uh, eventually sentenced uh, between several states to 35 years in federal prison. And uh, like you guys can guess, he didn't do more than four years. <laughs> He's out right now 
after stealing all that money and uh all the money wasn't even accounted for but hey shout out to all the scammers out there man (laughs) man let's get started with the show man i can't do this with y'all right now let's go everybody been doing out there man i hope everybody's been living in their blessings as i like to say uh everything's been okay on my end uh considering <laughs> oh don't worry guys the world is not ending <laughs> whenever i say anything other than uh life is great or i'm blessed uh people start to think the worst but uh eh, it, it was manageable my uh house uh, about two weeks ago uh was struck by lightning all right it didn't cause a fire but it came up through the side of my house and literally exploded one of the panels like this was a locked panel and if you look at it now it's 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 in pieces uh it looks like it was scorched yeah but that sent a surge through my home that uh, destroyed some appliances my wife was at home at the time Uh, it was just her and the cat and uh, she was scared half to death. She thought she was going to be electrocuted. Uh, we didn't have power for several hours. Uh, and it's crazy because it didn't really affect the rest of my neighborhood. It literally just, you know, a, a, a boat must have hit like right, you know, either right next to my home or a tree right next to my home or whatever the case is. But it sent that electricity through all those millions. It just sent everything through to my house, man. And um, I, I spent this past like week and a half, like either putting, you know, my hands to work and fixing things or um, calling people over like uh, technicians and these engineers that work at these companies, like my internet company, the power company. Uh, man, I just had somebody the other day from, you know, this irrigation company, you know, for my sprinklers, cause I had to replace my sprinkler controller cause that was blown up. And uh, also some of my wiring, you know, for the sprinkler system that I have in my home was messed up. So I had to have somebody come over and dig that up. And it was, it was, a, it was a whole mess, man. It was a whole mess, but it, uh, it kept me really occupied. And as y'all know, with me, family comes first. So, uh, you know, I had to kind of put a pause on the show, but I am very happy to be back. Uh, things are, are nearly back to normal at my home. I just got to uh, swap out a few light bulbs or smart light bulbs that don't quite do the smart thing anymore. They're dumb bulbs now. Uh, but I'm all right. Nobody was injured. Nobody was hurt. Uh, there's still food in the fridge, thankfully. And, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. But yeah, man, I'm I'm just just picking everything up and, and getting back to work, man. So, you know, we good. We're good. <laughs> no need to worry, y'all. Uh, but I left off in that intro with Eddie Tipton, man. Like this, this, have y'all heard of a scam like that? Like this is way better than Hush Puppy. That guy's about to do a whole bunch of time. This cat made off with over 24 million and only did like I don't know three and a half four years and he was able to be released and go go live with his family man like ah like like what a scam he's a scam god that's a real scam god right there man you don't really see it like that like he got caught and made out like and they don't even know if he has more money left like you see regular run-of-the-mill scammers now like they they looking over their shoulder for their whole life this guy had his mansion in plain view (laughs) working around a lot of money it's it i don't know this is just spectacular man like you don't see too many scammers like this uh, so from uh, from one scammer to another, did, y- did y'all see the CNN town hall with uh, former President Donald Trump? <sighs> Yikes. If you haven't seen it, please watch it. I'm not going to front and I'm not ashamed to say I was entertained. Yes, I was highly entertained. 
And that that man can entertain. I give it to him. I give it to him. Um, uh, President Biden's gonna have to do a lot, man. I'm not gonna front. He's gonna have to do a lot uh, to curry favor right now. Um, I believe he's down in the uh, uh, polls. Uh, I don't know. He seems to not be fighting hard enough, and I really want that from him. Uh, prior to the election, I was calling him this generation's LBJ. Uh, we got to see that, though. We got to see that. Don't make me out to be a liar, President Joe Biden. Don't make me out to be a liar. Uh, we need you to step up, start using that heavy pen, uh, and stop trying to avoid it, man. Like this, this, this is politics, man. Help some people, bro. Come on, you old enough. You don't, you, you ain't got much more of a political career to be trying to fight for, man. So let's do some great things. Come on. Uh, let's see. Let's see. We're going to get right into scrap metal media, y'all. I, I'm trying to think. We got a lot to get to, and I really want to try to make this episode as, a, as succinct or as quick as possible, y'all. All right. So let's get right into it. Scrap metal media, y'all. Let's go. Scrap metal media. to scrap metal media i just have to say this because i know i'm almost certain it's gonna come up no i am most likely not gonna vote for donald trump right even i can i can enjoy a town hall and, and see the entertainment value and the ridiculousness of it and and not be a super fan come on like seriously but i will say this president biden needs to step to the plate he needs to do what needs to be done in order to how I feel, curry my vote, right? I need him to expand the affordable health care plan. I'm not saying he needs to make health care free, even though that's, I think, the best for our society as a whole. And, uh, you know, because I, I get their steps to it. You know, he may not be willing to do that. But, bro, you can make college free, man. Like, you can make college free. I, I know the 10000 20000 is is cool. It's cool. It does a lot for a lot of people. Don't get me wrong. But you can make college free. Bruh, I anticipated this guy being the Lyndon Baines Johnson of this generation, the LBJ of this generation. Don't make me out to be a liar. <laughs> Seriously, don't make me out to be a liar, man. I need you to use that heavy pen, right? The executive order, man. Make some moves, push some things, really put some pressure on, on uh, some of these people that don't want these things and some of these corporations that don't want these things to go through man like what, i mean what you gotta lose man like what do you have to lose you know uh, i also want to see you uh, put some resources back behind the uh child tax credits man like that 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 even got depleted by uh, by these these zion i don't know what you want to call them these these a lot of these conservative i don't even i don't even want to say conservative because that it's too complex because some conservatives uh aren't as bad you know so um but yeah I, all i'm saying is i just want to see a bit more from biden uh because any pushback that comes his way he, he just steps out of the way it, that's what it seems like to me uh he doesn't seem to be fighting to I, I want i want the biden that presented himself not the um you, you don't you know you're not black if you don't vote for me biden i want the guy who was who was threatening to fight trump you know, oh, I'll take you behind the dugout, you sucker. Like, you know, I want I want that guy. Like, we need we need that. We need that level of fight in regards to taking care of the American people. Right. Uh, we should have a country that has a floor in America right now. There is no floor. You just look at our homeless population. You know, look at the children that are dying in schools from bullet holes. Like, 
you know, yeah, we, we don't even know what a man and a woman is. You know, it is what it is. We don't have a floor. Uh, so leave office, Biden, just in case if, if you are going to leave office, leave office, at least having having created a floor, you know, create a floor. All right. So yeah, let me get off that little soapbox. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just wanted to get that out of the way. <laughs> Somebody out there was like, oh, he must be voting for Trump. No, nah, I find him funny. Come on. Seriously. Pull the stick out. <laughs> OK, so as far as scrap metal media, like I was saying before, I want to get right into this. Uh, these uh, writers guild strike. All right. So apparently the union uh, came together and they were asking for streaming residuals. Right. That's the major, major component or major key here. And uh, they were obviously also asking for more compensation. So higher pay and residuals from streaming, right? Writers, apparently now most writers don't get it, which is wild to me. I, I thought it was a, a given, but just like the, the music industry, uh, the labels and these studios are always going to do what benefits them first and uh, more. <laughs> it's a dirty game, y'all. Uh, and I honestly have a love-hate relationship with uh, writers and uh, a lot of creators in Hollywood uh, for the simple fact that they never really represented people like me in a positive light, uh, especially nowadays. You don't see too many uh, shows or movies with um, a strong black male character like leads that, that aren't like a part of the LGBTQ, you know, and nothing wrong with that, but like I don't see myself as represented and even when they do represent somebody like me uh it, it's a pretty like stereotypical role like i gotta be like a gangster or some kind of drug dealer or a woman beater or... yeah um it's it's pretty interesting man um but hey uh obviously there's tons of men and women that are great people uh that have these jobs and just want a chance to thrive and, and create uh so i'm, I'm rooting for them but again, it's a, you know, Hollywood's never done me any favors, so you know we'll we'll see how that goes. I'm definitely gonna keep an eye out on it. I I do think they settle. Uh, I just don't think it lasts long. These studios might have just started using some kind of chat bots or something like ChatGPT or something to create scripts or something. There there must be something going on there. Like yeah, they've come together because they're upset at how Adidas handled the whole Kanye West situation. Because, uh, you know, he's Kanye has been saying crazy stuff for a while. I mean, and I, I use the term crazy loosely, obviously, but he's been saying some just wild things for, for, for a while now. And he's been on Adidas for, you know, those periods of time. And, you know, they kept him. I, you know, I guess he didn't say the right things. You know, he was only talking about, you know, black people, you know, <laughs> as soon as he talks about uh, Jewish people or the Jewish faith or the Holocaust, you know, I, you know. I guess some people can be messed with and some can't, right? I don't know. But shareholders have pretty much had enough. And uh, this is something that I think will be settled outside of court. I think uh, least amount of litigation is possible. And, uh, you know, Adidas will handle this quietly. But man, like I said before in the previous episode, Adidas is going to have a rough few years, man. Jeez, Jerry Lorenzo, run. Get away. Get away. Uh, so moving on from that, uh, the whole 1MDB situation, uh, for those that don't know what that is, you you guys have for sure heard about it. You just probably didn't hear that because our media in America is, you know, weird. But um, it's the uh, Malaysian Sovereign Wealth Fund. All right. 
BBC is calling what happened the biggest financial scandal ever. There were billions of dollars stolen. Now, this is indeed the score. Uh, some of the ill-gotten gains and funds were used to help bankroll like movies, like literally like The Wolf on Wall Street was used, uh, was funded by some of this stolen money. Uh, you, know, all, you know, also these people obviously bought like, uh, but one of the principal figures who's still at large, by the way, is a guy uh, they're calling Joe Lowe. I think that's his name. It could be aliases nowadays. So, uh, but they were calling him a billionaire playboy prior to all of this. And uh, he was moving around certain circles, rubbing shoulders with uh, famous people, notable people, rich people, whatever the case is. And uh, one of the people he came across, I guess he, he might have been a fan or something. I don't know, but a uh, member of the Fuji's prize. Just like the CIA did Freeway Ricky Ross, I think he used them. All right. Our media in this country made Praz look like a villain, like he was the scapegoat or something. Right. Because you don't want to in America, at least you don't want to talk too much about uh, financial crimes because it goes on all the time here. <laughs> We're just a little more sophisticated. Right. You know, you just hide it a little better. Right. You know, when you own the media, who's going to call you out in America, at least like this story? I had to go to like the BBC or I had to go find it on another source like you know what i mean and uh i hope y'all look it up because um i don't want everybody to just hang on my every word and, you know i'm trying to um to motivate researchers and, and leaders not just followers that are just going to sit there and take everything please everything i'm saying everything you've heard me say in any episode just look it up just look it up fact check me you know what i mean <laughs> fact check me please i i encourage it all right but getting back to this I just didn't like how the media presented this guy. Um, you're seeing all you're, you're seeing him essentially do a perp walk. Like it, you know, they're making him seem like he was the mastermind. Like, oh, Praz did this. All right, come on, man. This guy was definitely used, man. The kid from Haiti was was finessed by zealots. All right, so I'm hoping he doesn't get too much time. You know, they're talking about um, uh, a possibility of being sentenced to upwards of 22 to 27 years or something crazy like that, man. And, you know, I, I don't think it deserves all of that. Um, I hope, I hope he doesn't get the, the longer end, but Hey, you know, that's family business. We'll see. All right. Moving on. I said, I wanted to talk about Elon Musk on Bill Maher and that's what I'm going to do. I, I watched the whole interview, the whole episode just for y'all. And I even took notes. So it's a few points that I want to touch on. All right. All right. So starting off on this interview, it, it you know, it, it went normal enough, right? You know, Elon was trying to make some jokes and, you know, they were trying, they had some kind of witty banner going back and forth a little bit. You know how Bill Maher does his show. So, you know, that was innocent enough until I heard Elon must say that Americans have to be aware of things that are anti-meritocratic. Wow. Tone deaf. Interesting. Um, if you go in a little deeper, just dive in a little deeper to what that means. Anti-meritocratic. Hmm. So those that deserve it. So if the person saying these words, you know, if, if you know, the person using these words must believe that, you know, they are the shining example of meritocracy is right. I'm Elon Musk. <laughs> Everybody says I'm the smartest man on the planet, right? I deserve this. I slept on the factory floors. You know, I created Tesla, right? Wrong. First of all, Elon did not create Tesla. He bought it from the true creators. He merely used his money to market it a certain way. He merely used his money to hire engineers, hire great designers, hire other like, you know, I can go on and on. But to say that Americans have to be aware of things that are, that are anti meritocratic, that might be you, my guy. You know, that might be you, Elon. It just might be. Right. I mean, 
like anybody can research your family. You know, I can't remember what kind of mine your your family owned in South Africa, by the way. And why why I say South Africa like that is because that was during apartheid South Africa. I'm not sure if it started before and ran into it, but either way, y'all taking land from the real people from that area. So, you know, irregardless or regardless of how things are now, obviously it's a mixed society, but you can't ignore what was happening during apartheid and your family benefited greatly from that. So by proxy, if your family made boatloads of money, you were probably able to go to the best schools. You were probably able to get the best education. You probably had a lump sum of sum of money to buy businesses or start businesses at a young age, which you were able to sell and parlay that into relationships, parlay that into more money, parlay that into hiring great minds to work around you. Like when you say something like anti-meritocratic, man, look in the mirror, man. Come on. Um, but that's that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I also think he's, we talked about Kanye West a little earlier. I think he's one of the people that helped radicalize Kanye West. If you look at Kanye's um, Netflix documentary and see the uh, episode where he had his um, his property he was staying at on the coast of Puerto Rico. And uh, he had these two businessman type characters talking to him. It looked like they were just trying to finesse him out of some money. Uh, but he was there kind of until he wasn't right. Y'all saw the episode. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Kanye West, around the time where he was saying things like Harriet Tubman didn't do anything and slavery was a choice, was hanging out a lot with Elon Musk. A lot with Elon Musk. And y'all obviously know he uh, he looks up to people like Elon, right? He always talks about wanting to be Disney and wanting to, I'm the Elon and blah, 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 blah. So he clearly, at least at the time, thought that Elon was a lot smarter than he is. So I think Kanye was hanging on Elon's every word. And these are words in confidence. And people like Elon, uh, white people who think they're smarter than everybody, obviously not every quote unquote white person, but just speaking to people with the mind state of Elon. You know, you can just just look on any comment section on the Internet. You can see it. And that's not to say there aren't, uh, you know, ignorant uh, people of every skin tone or complexion. Right. But just talking about this archetype all right he's gonna think he's smarter than you and he's gonna be talking down to you you know he's gonna be talking at you essentially so i think kanye got dictated a few things and he took it right because around that time uh, you had elon wearing yeezys and kanye saying slavery was a choice i think that was the nice exchange there between the two of them but you know that's just my opinion uh and it's based on evidence it's based on facts Y'all can look at everything I just said and, and make up your own mind. I know some of y'all are lovers of Elon Musk and maybe lovers of Kanye West. So your brain will try to do backflips to avoid seeing the obvious truths. But hey, uh, getting back to the interview, he also talked about the woke mind virus. I don't even know what that is, but I know I don't want, I don't want to use the word woke anymore. <laughs> um, he uh, let's see, seems upset that things that certain things can't be questioned. Right. Um somebody like himself and his family people like him they're used to having it all so when you say hey you can't say certain words like the n-word <laughs> people like that get upset all right i i honestly y'all i think this guy is finessing the population man no no hate um i don't have hate in my heart for anybody but i like to call out what is i like to call out what i deem or what i believe is true and, uh, you know, just presenting this information to y'all, please do y'all own research and make up y'all own minds on this, man. This guy said 
he had a moment in the interview where he said that info traveling from person to person individually was like osmosis. And uh, he, he went on from saying that to saying that the internet makes it more like a nervous system. What? <laughs> Why wouldn't it still be osmosis? Like, Because it's still essentially person to person, right? <sighs> I don't know. It's something that people... <laughs> he said it. And he said it in a way like he thought it was like profound or something like that. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm telling y'all, man, this is the person y'all think is the smartest in the world. Man, I got a bridge to sell y'all. Like, is this like what you're, what you're saying is the same thing. All right. Um, and this oh man, this guy, like I said before, he thinks starting a company. Uh, he had a moment where Bill was talking to him and uh it was it was in regards to him being uh, perceived by some as a conservative now or something like that and he said oh how could i be a conservative i started a company that has to make me moderate like my company does this and i come bro like what are you mother Teresa? are you did you start your company for free are you giving away cars is that what it is no like people y'all really gotta listen to what these people say they're telling you and they're showing you who they are whenever they open their mouths like just listen, just listen, just take away the emotion. Like I said before, when emotion enters the room, logic leaves. All right, so just listen. I don't mean the rapper logic, <laughs> but um, and and hey, like, there's nothing wrong with being conservative. Uh, in regards to just Elon Musk specifically, I think he is the evil villain in every movie. Like y'all seen the Don't Look Up movie on Netflix? Yeah, I think this guy's trying to go to Mars just to 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 uh, expand the human race and save humanity. Nah, nah, don't be fooled. <laughs> just look at the character from Don't Look Up. They did a great job on that movie. Uh, that's Elon Musk. All right. And also, this is the last point I'm going to say, please. And Google it. Google it. Google it. This guy believes in simulation theory. Just Google it. Google it. Google what simulation theory is and Google when he said it. Like I said, fact check me. All right. <laughs> man like i said i want to keep this as short as possible so i think i've gotten everything off my chest at least yeah that was a little rant right <laughs> i think i've gotten everything off my chest for scrap metal media man let's move right along man let's go Okay, okay. Now it's time to get into the main uh, segment of this entry. And uh, before I before I do that, I just kind of got to get this off my chest, y'all. I look around in our society, right? And all I see right now is division. Wedges are being created. Chasms are growing. And uh, for a lot of people, it's entertainment. For a lot of people, it seems like just normal. And hey, I, I got to say this as well. Uh, for those that know me, y'all know I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just not. I value facts and evidence way too much, right? But with that being said, not all facts and evidence, not all truths have books. There's tons of truths and tons of evidence and facts that don't exist in any books. These books haven't been written yet. Right? Maybe they're not meant to be written. So a lot of this information and a lot of things that you that you seek out or you, you try to learn, uh, you actually have to open yourself up to it. Right? You have to be open-minded. 
you you have to explore more than just one source like i know a lot of people that speak unequivocally about things that they saw on one uh instagram video or tiktok or uh they they, they googled it and the first search result is what they looked at and now that's their knowledge base Mm-mm. i have things that i personally understand out of the very little that i do understand right uh but i have things that i understand and it took me owning several books on just just one topic uh watching several lecture hours long lectures and and listening to podcast like like knowledge is in my opinion knowledge is like and this is just my philosophy knowledge is like a tapestry right knowledge is like a mural there's many different colors that are used to create uh such beautiful works of art like murals and stuff like that it, it, like only using one source is like having a mural with only the color yellow like what what is that what is that it's just a yellow wall <laughs> like you know what i mean it's just a yellow canvas that's it like you need more colors like you need more sources of information you need more perspectives like i value perspective like i can sit and talk to anybody and gather something like their perspective i'm going to learn something from from their perspective it doesn't even matter their knowledge base you know so just what i'm saying is just keep yourself open um listen to people even if you don't fully agree with them if anything you'll strengthen your your position up cuz you got a lot of people that they don't want to talk if they don't agree you know what i'm saying like they don't want to talk and obviously we have a society that uh you know suppresses learning by by telling you to you know not talk about certain things at certain times like you know everybody's heard this before um you don't talk about religion or politics right in polite society you don't speak about religion or politics why do you think that is they don't want people with differing opinions to discuss uh their positions cuz one might influence the other vice versa right so yeah but yeah <laughs> let me continue man uh as humans man and especially americans i i think i think uh that we're being weaponized against each other whether it's uh, uh the amount of brown aka melanin melanin that you uh have in your skin uh the color of your eyes your your social uh class i mean the amount of money in your bank account the the political ideas or positions that you hold i mean all these things i think are being used as a way to kind of keep us in constant ideological war uh with our fellow uh, classmates and then you know when i say classmate uh, i actually mean class not like in the sense of school but i think class is the only thing that truly matters in a lot of these modern social systems right especially these hierarchy based systems like our system uh got like this class hierarchy totem pole type system um while the upper class women and men sit back egging it on merely because their continued existence and success uh rely on us being disheveled and ignorant like there's there's a lot that's been going on man and i, I and i say all that you know i know that was a long little uh little monologue or whatever but I said that because I keep seeing certain things going around that because of all the things that I've been engaged in and engulfed in as far as my learning or my studying I get it and I know where it comes from and I you know I think what I think about it but to see it push so much and to see the algorithms 
continue to throw it out there it means that other people are falling for this stuff right and just like i said in the opening it's the concept or the idea of freed black people owning slaves in america right and before before you guys go at it listen to me carefully i'm very specific with my wording i'm just you know just listen now in america right prior to it being america right the america that we know the united states of america prior to it being that there was this thing and there was this thing called indentured servitude now what this was was a type of slavery so yes when people speak when these fake scholars speak you got to listen to words specifically all right when somebody says slavery you got to know what slavery they're talking about because there's multiple types there's indentured servitude and then there's chattel slavery chattel slavery is what came about after indentured servitude when they said only these people with this much melanin in their skin or they just said negroes or whatever they said you know, only these people are the slaves and those people will be slaves for a life they're not human you know indentured servitude on the other hand was hey i'm coming over here i'm an immigrant coming to this new land and i just want to work you know i'm going to rent myself to you or lease myself to you for a certain amount of time i think usually it was about 6 to 7 years and once my time is over you're going to give me money you're going to give me land and you're going to give me some slaves of my own aka some indentured servants some other people give me access to that right so yes in that system freed quote unquote black people did own slaves that is true that is a fact it's you can look it up and you do your due diligence as far as research and you will see it there's names i think one of the guys names was william smith or something like that but william something but he's one of the ones on record and people say oh yeah he was vicious as all the other uh Uh, owners and all the slave masters or whatever you want to call it but again that's the nuance within this conversation that was indentured servitude not chattel slavery right the system was the system i mean everybody has seen django and even though that's a fictional story uh man jamie fox i hope you get better uh but everybody's seen everybody's seen that movie and seen the character that samuel l jackson played yes there were people like that for sure Absolutely. What they say all your all your skin folk and kin ain't your kin folk. There are people that will sell you up the river for positioning. It just is what it is. That's been the way that's been, you know, Brutus put a knife in Caesar's back like, you know, are 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 they not countrymen? You know, so um people people keep having this weird and it's clearly to me, it's clearly brainwashing. But people, it's almost like these biases are kind of subtly pushed into our minds and we do what we can to kind of align ourselves with these beliefs even though they don't make sense even though they don't make sense man <laughs> meritocracy right we talked about um uh Elon Musk earlier right the fool but there was this thing called um meritorious i think it was meritorious manumission or merit based manumission let's just say that and that's just uh, being freed or earning your freedom by doing something or maybe maybe somebody saved the master's life or or, or help put his the fire out on the, on the plantation or I don't know snitched on another slave that was trying to escape I don't know but whatever it was you 
gained favor in the slave owner's mind and you were let go. It's called meritorious manumission or something like that. Google it. Google it, please, researchers. Uh, but either way, just keep in mind, slavery is hundreds of years. So I'd assume, <laughs> just taking an educated guess, that a lot of people were freed at some point prior to the Emancipation Proclamation, Juneteenth, and all that good stuff, you know. We had freed freed blacks, not to mention people that escaped and became, you know, and, and earned their freedom that way. Right. But a lot of these people were working, gaining money and resources, right, doing well for themselves, like, quote unquote, black people tend to do when they're left alone. These people, what they were doing was actually buying family members, family members that happen to still be in slavery. Right. It was it's all a, a, a transaction. Right. I'm freed. I'm a, I'm a freedman. I'm going to go back and buy my wife. I'm going to go back and buy my children. I'm going to go back and buy my cousin. All right? My mother. And you don't do your own research or you don't look more into it. I don't know who to I don't know who to call the fool. So just just be careful out there cuz this is this kind of pissed me off, man. Um and you you keep seeing well, let's say I keep seeing the, uh, oh, blacks own slaves, too. And it's it feels like some weird uh, justification um, for for like this whole anti-reparations movement. And shout out to California. I mean, I wish what y'all were doing. Uh, maybe tweak it a little bit. I, but if, if it was tweaked a little bit, I, you know, it'd be nice if it was a national program. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> you got a lot of people threatening that, oh, if that happens, like, you know, I'm in these... Um, I'm, you know, when researching the whole situation in California with their, and let me back up right quick because some of y'all might not know, California, it's you know they they've been fighting for reparations for a while, right? But it's actually now to the point where it may pass the governor or it will pass the governor's desk, and the governor Gavin Newsom will have to make a decision on whether California will start paying uh, descendants of freedmen, right? The descendants of the freed people, right? The people that used to be slaves and were freed. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I would love for that to be a uh, an actual, you know, national or nationwide situation, because I think uh, that's the only way we can all come to the table with a clear conscience and understanding and want to make things really work, not just serve lip service. You get a lot of these people like, oh, I, my ancestors didn't own slaves. and da, da, da. Most likely I benefited from the system that did own slaves and it was legal to have slaves right but hey uh but like i was saying this whole anti-reparations talking point stuff man i don't like it and i just i just hope y'all will be able to catch it next time it it passes y'all and y'all don't take this crap as as gospel right um i remember seeing the uh and it wasn't really a good movie i kind of fell asleep midway but the uh what is it called the woman king it's another another situation where people were using something like that uh, to justify their feelings towards uh, reparations or, or black people enslaving other black people or whatever the case is. Like I said, there's all your skin folk ain't your kin folk. There's going to be people that uh, do things to get ahead or do things out of duress, whatever the case is. In in the case of that movie. Uh, I'm not sure how factually correct they were. I, being that it was Hollywood, I, I doubt they were were factually correct. But hey, it is what it is. 
people were going to do what they were going to do and uh what happened happened and we know that and i also i also felt like it was a lot of uh male bashing going on with that movie literally and figuratively um or metaphorically i should say uh movie was a little distasteful for me but i just i just didn't like how they glorified these people it just was weird man yeah i remember when uh lupita nyongo uh was asked why she turned down the role on the woman king movie and uh she had really good reason right she actually had family members and ancestors that were involved in the slave trade the capture and movement of slaves uh, to come over to the West, right? From these people that were depicted as heroes on the Woman King movie. So, you know, Hollywood didn't care. But, you know, and shout out to the writers out there. All I'm saying is be careful out there. Be careful where you're getting information. If you hear information, even from me, I'm no guru. Please don't put me in that category. If you hear me say something, research it. Research it. And if you're stuck, hit me in the comment sections email me or whatever if you're shy and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you where i got the information i'll show it to you I'll, you know i have no qualms with doing any of that but uh what they say these battles are against principalities right my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge right stop all this division let's bring people together right all the greats got taken out because they figured it out Malcolm X, Fred Hampton, Martin Luther King Jr., right? And et cetera. The list goes on. Just be careful, man. Don't let these folk confuse y'all out here, man. All right? Race is, the concept of race is definitely uh, being used to divide. And when you divide, you conquer, all right? Look up Johann Friedrich Blumenbach. Look up Carl Linnaeus. Even Charles Darwin. A lot of these people were responsible for what became these uh, white supremacist mindsets. You know that that fictional concept of white supremacy. Uh, a lot of the those those three names that I mentioned did a lot for that movement. You know the BS of talking about uh, melanated people's you know quote unquote black people. The brains were smaller. Like all that stuff came from them. How we use white and black today came from them. White and black are words. They've been around. People describe themselves as that. But related to class, how we relate it to class nowadays, that came from those guys. Right? That's just a fact. Research those names. <laughs> Research those names. <sighs> Man. Things will change, y'all. It ain't going to be overnight took them hundreds of years to set up this system that uh, the, the you know separates uh, the haves from the have-nots and this ain't a y'all this ain't a black and white thing all right again remember I'm talking about us coming together I don't I don't support nation of Islam and all that kind of stuff because from how I see it they not they're not talking about coming together remember how Malcolm X died the only way to do it is is how Fred Hampton was moving. Change is going to take time, is what I'm saying. Discipline, strategy, and patience. For all my people out there that would, unfortunately, uh, uh, still using terms like white and black, if you consider yourself white, understand that these cultures are, are created. Like these, these class delineations, 
they're not real, right? Nothing makes me different from you. Put me in your same experience, life experience, circumstances, culture. What makes us different? I mean, I just have more melanin in my skin. That's it, right? If I came up in the same situation as you, same parents came up in the same situation, same everything, like for like, we're the same. But these concepts that are being pushed out through Hollywood writers, media, the news, entertainments, you know, they're, they're telling you that we're some kind of degenerates and, and Chicago, 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 and all that. Come on, man. And vice versa. To my people out there that have called themselves black, every uh, quote unquote white person ain't bad. Right? A lot of times these people just don't have information. A lot of times, just keep in mind, there's almost 70% uh, quote unquote white people in this, in this American population. A lot of them don't know black people. And I'm not saying you have to reach over the aisle and go out of your way. I'm not saying that at all. But just keep in mind that every interaction isn't going to be a hateful one. Sometimes the lady that seems to be clutching on her purse, maybe it almost slipped. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe the person that seems to be excessively locking their car door, maybe they are hard of hearing. You know what I mean? So, uh, discipline, strategy, and patience, y'all. Discipline, strategy, and patience, y'all. We can, we can do it. We can all come together and do it. Uh, I'm not a protester, but Occupy Wall Street style in the mind. <laughs> you know, uh, we'll see, man. Like I said, I'll, let me get off my soapbox, y'all. Yeah, bet by bit is next, y'all. Let's go, man. ain't just a prediction this is bit by bit the bit by bit prediction of the day is that just like all these ai generated rap artists and music and songs and and voice modulate whatever the case is all this stuff that's going on as far as ai generated music we're going to see the same thing happen with scripts, movies, uh, TV shows. We're going to see a lot of AI generated scripts, y'all. Um, it don't, it just only makes sense. We talked about the whole writer's strike earlier. Uh, I think this is what's going to come out of it. Look, the march of technology is unhalted. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, technology has is, is, is been a juggernaut to humanity, man. There's no way to stop it. Once the genie is out of the bottle, you can't put it back in. And uh, again, it's best to figure out where you fit within it as opposed to being a Luddite. But yeah, that's my prediction for today, y'all. Uh, had a lot of fun with this episode. Uh, like I said, with all the things that, that have been going on, I was a little uh, delayed. I know. I know for those that were thinking or wondering where I was. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I is. <laughs> I hope y'all enjoy the episode. I really do. I really do. Uh, just remember, man, do, do your research. Uh, make sure you're doing that research from multiple sources. And, uh, you know, talk your ish, man. Talk your ish. All right, man. I think that's it. I don't got nothing else for y'all, man. That's all I got for the time capsule today. Peace. just universes crashing just do your best to leave a mark also 
subscribe, comment, and leave five stars. This is Wendy, signing off. Dear Future Robots, peace. <laughs>